First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Terry! Erica! Stephanie! Diane! Barbara! Anna! Jenny! Robin! Jennifer! Karen! Mary! Kevin! Jill! Joe! Sarah! Kayla! Evelyn! Corinne! Alicia! And our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. It just seems totally counterproductive to be having this drama. Drama out the wazoo. you lovely listeners welcome back into the workroom a labor of love dedicated to project runway i'm ernez and when the stakes are high i grab a ladder and my knife and i'm nayland and i'm not wearing anything that somebody couldn't come in and buy for ten dollars oh no absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) um Hi, Nalen. It's so great to be back with you on uh, an episode. Here it is. <laughs> Hi, here it is. Um, and hello, oh, listeners. It's hello, been a while. Hello, lovely <laughs> listeners. Um, oh, yes, my gosh. Yeah, so full disclosure, just to talk about our schedule, it's totally my fault. Um, again, had some technical issues, and uh, so we're getting back on track, and it's I think uh, summer things and um, and just you know there there some things are happening, but um, it's been really fun to keep up with everyone on social media in the meantime. <laughs> so um, you know, because since the last time we've spoken, uh, we've talked about this off podcast. Not gonna go way into it, but making the cut has aired, and uh, we will be forthcoming with how we're gonna tackle that. And um, so glad that our Patreon patrons are enjoying Warren stories. So um, mm-hmm. just to kind of shout out you, you all there and also to shout out our Patreon there. So Neil and I are still um, are going through um, Warren stories and episode three is the latest one that we tackled there. Mm-hmm. And um, again, so uh, if you're not on Patreon, um, then you can um, just, again, contact us and reach out on Gmail in the workroom at gmail.com on Instagram at the workroom podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the workroom. And um, also to sort of remind everyone, we are still going through our vintage journey season eight. Mm-hmm. There is a cheat sheet and um, I'll prompt you when it's, when it's time for that. And also again, shout out to our wonderful lister Corinne for um, uh, bringing up the old AV club recaps. So there's a link to that in the show notes for anyone who's interested and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, all right, Nalen, ready to get? Oh this my episode? gosh, this ep- this episode, this season, this, this uh, sad, sad <laughs> episode. I mean, I'm 
I'm I'm okay. So we're we're waking up in Atlas, mm-hmm. and Mondo is is becoming Mondo. So Mondo has won three in a row, mm-hmm. and everyone's just sort of you know I think uh, really really proud of, of Mondo. Um, we've come off of a an incredibly emotional episode, um, and uh, we were now. We've got us. We've said goodbye to to Valerie, um, mm-hmm. and and we kind of know that it's sort of getting down to the end because when April and Gretchen are waking up in the little girl's apartment, Gretchen goes, "Do you hear that?" Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no giggling. Valerie's gone. Her uh, Ivy's gone. The voices are gone. Um, um, but you know, it's but but Gretchen is still peak Gretchen. Mm-hmm. But but overall, uh, I, I just it, I'll just say, yeah, this is a more exhausting of a season than I remembered it being. Mm-hmm. And then we get to this episode, which I I I really distinctly remember this episode as being the one that kind of cracked some of these designers. Mm. So so yeah, yeah. So we so. Um you know, transition over to Parsons and the designers are seated by the runway. And, and, and I made this note that's like, somehow like the six of them look small and huddled together. <laughs> like, like it really looks like this, like for the entire episode, every time they cut to them, I don't know if they're like, it's somehow the shot is framed as if like all the original like the, whatever fourteen or sixteen are there, mm-hmm. and and there's just like this little clump of them in the middle. Yeah, it's like <laughs> three up, three down. Yeah, but they also just seem I don't know, just like kind of wrecked. Yeah, <laughs> they're so wrecked. Yeah, and I can kind of imagine them like let's like get as close as possible together so we can just hold each other up. But no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So then Heidi steps out onto the runway, says hello, and then delivers a really hilarious line, I think. <laughs> Which is, we thought you were all getting too comfortable. Oh, God. And it's like, what? I mean. But she's saying too comfortable with your models. I mean, it's, it's like, you, you guys let them see their families last week. And now you're taking away the closest thing that they have to family yeah. on this show. Yeah. I was just like, man, what else? Can, I mean, because I, I, yeah. I didn't, I forgot about this part of the episode. It's such a kind of inconsequential because it's one of those things where they factor in the models in a way that is so inconsistent. So I forgot that they did this mm-hmm. to them. But yeah. my God, yeah. Yeah, in today's challenge, we are going to <laughs> slap every bite of food that you're trying to take out of your mouth. <laughs> Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Well, we will punish you for that. So, Shame on you for telling us that so you liked yes, it. So yes, bring out the models, <laughs> and it, you know everybody has to pick a different model. Yes. Um, Ugh. and and we hear everybody's regrets about that. Mondo gets to pick first, right? Because he won. Because he won, yeah. and he we we hear a confessional like you know. Uh, sadness about not being able to continue with his with his current model. Um, yeah, because um, 
they did the whole thing where um, one model, this is like the olden days, the old Bravo right. days where one of them doesn't get chosen and is essentially eliminated. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being Ian. Mondo's yeah. model that's been with him, I think, from the very beginning. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and of course, we have a moment where it comes down to Gretchen is picking last. Right. And uh, is is forced to pick between um, Ian and one other model. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so of course says, I'm, I'm sorry to Mondo and picks the other model. Yes. You know, we hear, we see Mondo mouth. I love you. Yeah. To Ian as she walks away. Yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking I'd be so upset if I were Ian because yeah. they just have come off of a winning streak. Yeah. And, um, that's just so kind of, that's just really messed up in terms of the rules especially yeah. for the models who are also in the running for a prize yeah. here. So. so, and then we get the challenge, which is what? Oh, oh, and off, first of all, we actually get a challenge. Heidi actually gives a challenge for once anyway, because right. um, she is the client. Heidi is the client this episode. Um, and the challenge is that the designers will design a head to toe look for her new activewear line for New Balance, um, mm-hmm. which will be sold exclusively on Amazon.com. Uh, and so here we have like sort of the, the precursor of um, this like make, making the cut deal. Yeah, exactly. And this is the, the prototype making the cut episode. Yeah, but so it's before it- Amazon.com is what it is today. And I kept wondering right. like, what was Amazon back in 2010? Probably like, the cheap store, like the, the, the big lots online kind of. Right. And, they, I think that they were just getting into that. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it seems like the designers are actually kind of excited. Um, uh, but I think mostly because they'll be designing for Heidi and they'll have, you know, their names kind of wrapped up in her brand, but the details are that, um, so what she does is she bring, she brings out the newly, um, chosen models they come out in um, examples from her line mm-hmm. and it's oh so gray and uh for for Heidi she's like oh in order for you to know the design aesthetics to get an idea of the line here are examples straight from um the brand and she's also providing them with fabric uh because right. it, uh, this is um one of those kind of uh, it's a subtly twisted challenge because not only is Heidi the client, but you're also designing commercially, but not just commercially, you're designing activewear um, and not just activewear. It's within someone else's brand. So mm-hmm. it's, it's this whole deal. But of course for them, um, the winning design will be um, sold and produced on Amazon.com. Right. Mondo's worried and, here also because of the color. Yeah, because there's no color, there's no pattern. Yeah. So they get, um, they're going to have uh, half an hour to sketch. They can also buy additional fabric at Mood. Yes. Um, uh, they have like $100 for that. Right. And so we go off to the, you know, we go off to the, the room mm-hmm. and uh, we go off to the workroom. And people are sort of sitting around. They're a little, 
um, Ari seems to be the most genuinely, excited about. Yeah, genuinely yeah. excited to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it seems to have like a clear idea. Like you know, I think um, kind of just described active wear as comfortable yet chic clothes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there there's a lot of um, I would say pretty much a lot of angst around this for 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 different sorts of reasons. But when they're back in the workroom, we do get some idea of what they're working on. So Ari is making a very intricate looking jacket mm-hmm. that's got strips of seems like different strips of fabric. And then April's making a maxi dress <laughs> with right. kimono sleeves. Right. And we see Mondo has bought some shiny pink fabric from. Oh, well, the, yeah. 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 Um, it, well, this is even before they go to mood. There's just sort of like a, a general, like, people don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mondo's like, I'm just going to pull this out of my ass. Yeah. And then also Gretchen, who's so um, honest and, un, you know, and unfortunately um, on, of, of course, like on, uh, on, yeah, kind of correct about this, where it, 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 this is like a retail challenge and that these clothes are very basic. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Without, I mean, I'm I remember like the parameters of like remember there there was an earlier cha- a challenge in an earlier season where they literally had to do like the budgeting for the look. Oh, I loved that challenge. Yeah, I think that was like maybe season 2 or 3. Yeah. Yeah. Where they were where they were like, okay, this is what the production budget has to be. Yes. For this. And they met with like an actual yeah, I don't know what the so, the name of that person a, is, but like a like a like a jobber, yes. like somebody who would who would um, be the connecting person between the um, between the designer and the um, production house. Yes, yeah, and it kind of have to like you have to take out this style line. You can't have it at this length. If you need this much, then it'll be this much. Yeah, right. I kind of love those. Wait, yeah, so... because it's a clear parameter. It's like a, it's like a, oh, this is a genuine constraint to think with. Yeah. As opposed to the sort of nebulous, um, you know, this is what Heidi wants. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Because I have issues with being kind of vague, and um, and so to see the issues that they had, and also, for instance, when we go to mood, um, if, I, I, you know, I don't really so they do get fabric of course from from Heidi so at least that's kind of clear and that this is you're expected to use this primarily and Mm. I think with them just saying you only get a hundred dollars at mood in 30 minutes um was the assumption that you're not supposed to get a lot of fabric from there but that's fifty dollars less than most of their budgets this season so it was still enough money for them to get you know, uh, fabric that they'd rather use instead yeah. of what Heidi sent them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, they, yeah, they're all in the, um, they're they're all in the same uh, couple of racks at Mood, desperately mm-hmm. trying to look at like fleece and other stuff. Yeah, yeah, but there's there, but so many of them, I, yeah, I I I get what you're saying because so many many of them are so new to this. Mm-hmm. Um, that 
I think they're sort of doing the most obvious things first. And then the people who don't want to do the obvious things, like Mondo, for instance, go way off in how they're uh-huh. using fabric. So. Yeah. Well, anything else to say about this time in mood? Or like with fabrics that they're pulling, like Christopher, we get to hear from him pulling a lot of chiffon. And I wrote why. Um, and uh, and also I wrote that the co- but the color palette is right up his alley because he's sort of beige on beige on gray. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Gretchen no, cannot it's, use camel. It... <laughs> <laughs> I, at, for a second, I thought I saw her toting some camel, but it was beige. <laughs> just you normal know, beige. It, just normal beige, yeah. not camel. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there's... Well, I guess we can just sort of get into this later on because there's there's, um, you know, they're they're all sort of futzing around. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have some ideas. Um, you know, Christopher doesn't know what doesn't doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And then uh, Tim and Heidi come into the workroom. Yeah, Tim. Uh, Tim comes in. And is clearly over the moon to have Heidi with him. Mm-hmm. And I did you notice this? Um, I think the first thing Tim does actually is go over to, to Chris to tell him that he's got for the second time this season yet another model issue. So yes, his model had a had a family emergency, mm-hmm. and so they're bringing back Ian, um, right? Which is uh, I don't know. Like I I just feel like that's a very lucky break for Ian and unfortunate for this other um, Mm -hmm. model who had to leave, but also interesting for Chris to to keep on having these issues. Um, Yeah. That it, yes, that, that Chris has to think about working with an issue, working with uh, a, a model of very different stature than the model that he picked. Yes. Yes. Um, He chose the other model because she's very tall and I think is one of the shortest models there. Yes. Um, and it's also, yeah, it's in, in a weird way, it kind of negates all of the, uh, everything that went on with Heidi. It's a little bit like, oh, wait a minute. What's the deal? Like we just, like we had all that stuff. We we had all that picking of the models Mm -hmm. and now it kind of doesn't matter because no model was eliminated. Yeah. But I could see from a production standpoint, how are we going to then, do we include this? How are we going to explain that everybody has different models now? Mm-hmm. Will people even notice? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, it's it's uh, it's you know a um, it so that happens, mm-hmm. and then we get Tim um, felling about how what an honor it is to have Heidi in the workroom, oh, and Heidi talking about how much she loves to be there. So I love to be in the workroom. Yeah, and and Tim is like, okay, everybody, listen to everything that Heidi says and synthesize it. Yes, <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> so get ready for was, synthesis. Holy crap, uh, this was so awkward. I was okay. Let's go to Christopher first because Christopher's fine. Christopher's mm-hmm. got some draping in the back, and Heidi's like, oh, I like this. But how is it going to stay on the model, bot, the model's body? He's like, oh, I'm going to just put this, like, line back there and just kind of, you know, tape it together. And he's like, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it is. He's he's got like this big. Um, he, he's got this big cutout T-shirt mm-hmm. with a with a a sort of with with the idea of it being that there's this big opening behind. Yes. But if, but Heidi does say the very sensible thing of like, okay, well, but like as soon as she walks a foot and a half, these are going to slip down off of her shoulders. So yes. how are you going to deal with that? And and Christopher's like, oh, well, there'll be a strap that runs from shoulder to shoulder across there. I bet there wasn't going to be a strap. No. I mean, but yeah, you know, right response. Exactly. Like, OK, I, that's something I need to think about. But I'll, but, you know, because also I because I, I just love it when people talk about armholes for some reason, because for me, that's such a <laughs> it's such it's like the last thing that I would look at. And it feels like someone who's used to looking at clothes or thinking about how clothes fit or mm-hmm. how they drape for someone to be like, the armholes here are a little funny. I'm like, wow, wow, ooh, this is interesting. The armholes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, cause it was like the armhole were armholes were large ish and then right. that drape in the back and she's like, mm, that's going to fall off. Yeah. So, all right. Next we have Mondo. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heidi walks up and she goes, Oh, um, and there's a, cause Mondo's got, um, Mono's already struggling with the palette, not really into it. So is trying mm. to make it him. So he's got right. this kind of cropped um, cr- uh, crisscross sweater um, mm. with long sleeves on top of a almost like a um, not a mock turtleneck, maybe like a mock turtleneck purple sheer top. Yeah. And <laughs> Heidi goes, what size is this tiny half sweatshirt sweater you have here? And um, Mondo's like, it's the size of the dress form. It's a six. And she goes, really? Is it? Can I? I'm going to put this on. Um, and then she puts it on and then starts asking Mondo some practical questions, kind of embodying mm-hmm. the customer. Do you see me going shopping in this? Because it's a half shirt. Mm-hmm. It's a half shirt. Um, she's moving her arms. And it, also you can see when she moves her arms, she's, uh, Mondo is, has done some work on this already. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a, a like a panel in the back, and um, but Mondo's not having it at all. I actually was wondering like if we could play act this, Nalen, <laughs> <laughs> if you were up for it. But you can say no. But I wrote down a lot of the interaction here because it was so awkward. I was, I, I it made my stomach hurt. Um, I don't remember being this uncomfortable watching this exchange when it first aired, but for some reason I'm like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I'm, I'm up for enacting it, but I will say it. that it's kind of, it, what it is is that usually when, it, it's an interesting moment because I think Tim is so smitten with Mondo at this point mm-hmm. that when he encounters Mondo at at this point in the design process, he knows that he can say like, "Okay, well, to think about this and maybe think about that, but like I'm eager to see what you what you come up with," mm-hmm. and and let it go at that, and Mondo will deliver. Yes. Whereas um, Heidi hasn't had that experience with Mondo. Right. And and I think that Mondo is is used to working all of this stuff out through the design. Like, remember how we said that, like, Michael C, Mm -hmm. like, will, um, you know, make 10 things and then edit to find the thing that's right. Right, right. 
Um, it's it's like um, you know Mondo Mondo's thing is that he'll often have like a first round and then it doesn't fit or it's weird and he reworks it. Right. Right. Um, and and but for Heidi, when Heidi comes in and is like, "Well, this isn't working. What about this? What mm-hmm. about this? What mm-hmm. about this?" Um, Mondo quickly shuts down. Yes. So I mean, I could do I I could do some of my version of that if you want. <laughs> we can give it a try. No, we don't have to now. It's fine. In front of me, but it's but it's like, you know, she'll be like, "Really? This is it? I'm gonna get in my car with uh-huh. this? Like, how do we do?" And 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 Mondo's response is, "Yeah, I don't know. Yes, you can." And she's like really this top it's sheer do you wear anything under it do you like like what happens if you take this off Mm -hmm. and this is sheer and you do blah 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 and (laughs) yeah because you know because now that you say that yeah and there's like a moment where well okay so yeah because these types of questions that she's asking are very much like a a day in the life of the person who will be wearing this outfit right and we're essentially asking the question like where are they going? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. And, um, and from start to finish. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, she goes like, um, so with this sheer outfit, like, so what is, what is she gonna wear underneath? And Mana's like, I, I mean, listen, and she goes, should, should she wear a bra? He's like, yeah. And can you get your head through this hole? He's like, I haven't done a fitting yet. Would you like to try that on as well? She goes, Why not? I am here. <laughs> Mono, are you rolling your eyeballs at me? Yeah. Why yeah. are you being so rude? I'm just telling you my issues. And she does, she makes really great points because she can't get her head through, through it. <laughs> through the thing. Through she it. can't even get her arms and her head. It's just it's not wearable at the moment. And right. um, but also in terms of like thinking of you know, bring up like who, who Mondo is and, and what we've learned from Mondo and through, you know, the show and like through interactions right. with him, like these are very extroverted ways of dealing with issues. Yeah. Mondo and, and is like, not that. Yeah. <laughs> and like the day before Mondo just came out as HIV positive yes. on, on national television. When, and his mom was there. Now his whole family <laughs> knows. And it's like, so... like, like, <laughs> You know, I mean, so, is it the most important thing to think about right now? Like, maybe not. You know, just like, so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Heidi, <laughs> Heidi is like, you know, in her in her desire for te- in her desire for tears and fears, she's like, she she goes like, well, I mean, uh, maybe a dog could get their head through it. And mother's, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take it home and and put my and and maybe my then my dog will wear it. Heidi and she's like well you don't have to be rude it's like I'm not being rude I'm just gonna start it all over yeah it is it's like it it really is you could not have scripted a better way of like throwing the front runner off of his game yes oh my god you know yeah like at this point Mondo's really like going from success to success to success. And I, I mean, in Heidi's defense, um, she knows her customer. Mm-hmm. 
But the dirty secret of this is that this customer is the person that the rest of the show spends all of their time denying. Ugh. Like, yes. like they're designing activewear, which means that what they, what the customer is, is a woman with children who does not have time to get dressed. Yes. <laughs> because all of Heidi's questions are about, so I'm there with my kids and I'm going to the, I'm, I'm going to get the groceries. I'm putting the groceries in the car. Am mm-hmm. I wearing like it's all of that, and 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 if any of the designers ever responded to where is your girl going with, she's she's loading her kids into the car seat while she goes and gets the groceries after child after picking them up from childcare so she could go to a yoga class. Mm-hmm. They would get laughed off of the runway. They would say. I'm here to see fashion. Yeah. This is exactly. a design competition. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, especially coming off of a challenge where they were asked to get uber personal yeah. with their fabric choices. And then yeah. here they are given generic fabrics from someone else's line in colors that they, they yeah, they would have been eliminated for choosing these colors. Yeah. And also where they kind of, you know, I think the show kind of kind of lucked in and to, to kind of uh, in an icky sense, kind of lucked into a very emotionally rich episode that had nothing to do with the setup of the show that had everything to do with the designers themselves answering the, yeah. the call really wonderfully and extremely personally. And then yeah. you have this where they're asked to kind of, yeah, deny themselves um, and, and to, I, yeah, I love that. And like acknowledge someone that they've been, um, yeah. And to work like, to acknowledge is like, yeah, deny in real right. life. Yeah. To, to, to follow a design brief from it, it, in the most corporate way from someone who is not a designer, but yeah. is a potentially a canny, a, you know, marketer mm-hmm. and, um, and also is the person who can send them home. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's an untenable position. Yeah. So anyway, they, so, so that's, that's conflict. That's round one is Mondo V Heidi. Mm-hmm. And it freaks Mondo out so much that he goes into the, the, the lounge of despair, <laughs> which is a, a, a really odd environment, I have to say. Like the more I looked at it, like I mean, and that's Parsons. And I, I do think about this all the time. Where I'm like, they just have, I, you know, I guess it's a common room for whatever floor that is in in the building. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really place where it is. But why does it feel so odd to you? Because I think it was. I think it's entirely fabricated for this. Oh, interesting. Like, like if you, the more I look at it, like this, like, it looks like there's construction paper or fabric, like covering the cabinets on the side. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it was an office that they moved stuff out of. There's like a couple of, there's like sectionals pushed together. There's Ikea Parsons tables. 
there's this this silver paper mm-hmm. on the oh it must be a classroom because it's like the stuff that's the silver sort of diagonal lines of paper are tacked onto what looks like a cork board or something with oh. an aluminum frame. That's um, interesting. I'm looking at 843 right now with Mondo sitting in there. Okay. Yeah. And it, it's such a it it's it's such a weird environment. Anyway. Yeah. Um so you know all, so, th- so that's it. Mondo goes off to have like his own personal freak out. Yeah, and, but, and basically just kind of says what we already said. Um, yeah, because uh, and I think because I think the the strongest designers or the ones who have the strongest sense of themselves that we've seen mm-hmm. here are having the toughest time. So it's Mondo who's like, I'm getting reamed for being unique, right? And that's what I've been celebrated for. And yeah. then Gretchen who's like, I'm a leader. Yeah. Not a follower. <laughs> I'm a designer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but we move on to other designers who are getting their critique. And I would say like Ari and April are probably the most successful because you have Ari mm-hmm. here who, again, like is still having the is the most positive about this and mm-hmm. ha- is like a, a very has it has a very positive review. Like I think she's working on a jacket and Heidi really likes the jacket so far mm-hmm. in the lines. Um, and we have April who's making this asymmetrical draped. I, yeah. What she said, like a, uh, yeah. a caftan. I know not mm-hmm. a caftan, but like an off the shoulder, like drapey dress mm-hmm. uh, using the same style lines as the, um, as a line, but being more abstract with them. And they have like a, a, I think a really nice back and forth about the busyness and kind of editing down the busyness there. Mm-hmm. Um, anything to say about that before we go on to Gretchen? No, I, no. Okay. Cause it's kind of, it's straightforward. Yeah. So and, and then we get round, round, round two with Gretchen. Heidi, Heidi V Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Um, Gretchen is incorporating chiffon and a double layer jersey that she got from Mood. She doesn't want to use. Yeah, yeah. She does not want to use Heidi's fabrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heidi goes, well, if you use different fabrics, they're going to fall and drape differently than if I'm using my fabrics and manufacturing them. So if this were to be manufactured, it wouldn't look the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not make it from my line's fabri- fabric? And Gretchen's like, well, I thought that this challenge was sort of to kind of show you what we can bring to the table using our yeah. unique perspective. So I'm using the fabrics that I would have bought, even yeah, though like, and- I'm using the black version of Camel. And uh, <laughs> Oh, and- is that? I don't think it's black. I think it's like a weird, deep olive green. It's oh, yeah. yet another okay. one of these like, like ugly colors that, that Heidi, she I mean, that Gretchen has managed wow. to. She really glommed that onto. Was a, that's a bold buy. I I assumed it was black. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. Um. But but it's like that. Um. It, it both she and Mondo have in a way a a a similar sort of reaction, mm-hmm. which is the that like Heidi pushes them 
until they're like, okay, fine, fine. Is that what you want? Fine. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Fine. Um, and Tim says, <laughs> says like one of the most revealing things in the episode in this back and forth, which is that, you know, the fact is that there's a warehouse full of this fabric, um, which means like, yeah, Heidi isn't gonna like, I like, like Heidi's already invested the money in what this line is going to be. Yes. So there might be some trims that are that you know that are additional um, uh, things that you're bringing in, mm -hmm. but you cannot. There's there will not be a piece that is not primarily like Heidi's fabric. Yes. Yes. And it's one of those things, uh, kind of cutting back to what you're saying about how this challenge was, um, was given that there's so many misunderstandings here and so much room for interpretation that there are very rigid rules that they should mm -hmm. have given them at the yeah. very beginning. Like this is, I'm not going to make the assumption. I'm going to let you know this is this is a real world thing. Of course, it's a challenge, and we're talking about fashion, blah blah blah. But this is a practical this is a practical challenge with um, not a lot not a lot of room for your twists. There's only mm -hmm. room for our twists, and here's what we're expecting of you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So you know, Gretchen abandons her her ruched butt leggings yeah. and her and and throws away her um ugly olive uh fabric literally actually throws it away yes tosses it Toss and it. and heidi goes off to talk to um uh michael, michael. c <laughs> um also heidi says thank you in german to gretchen was that did you did you hear that uh, she doesn't say, uh, she doesn't say thank you. She says shown, oh, which, what does that uh, which, mean? which thought, you, you, you do say, you do say bitte schon. Yeah. Which is, which is bitte is the, is, is sort of the, like, uh, shown is beautiful. Oh, okay. Okay. So I think she's, I think she's saying like, like basically um cute okay or or nice okay okay like like when you would like at, like they have that interaction i think heidi turns away and goes like yeah nice <laughs> or that was cute <laughs> okay. um uh you know i i could be wrong about that but i i think that like i think that bidishan is like thank you kindly or thank you nicely. Okay. Yeah. That kind of makes more sense because it didn't feel, it felt a little, uh, I mean, it's of, of course it's, it's um, I think it's of note whenever Heidi yeah. speaks German. Um, and so for yeah. this one in particular, after such an interaction, I was like, huh, why did she almost like, why did she say that in German? That's interesting. Well, both, both Mondo and Gretchen managed to, um, pronounce um the fuck in fuck you as thanks <laughs> in this episode <laughs> like, 
it's like you really hear your mother go thank yeah. you thank you and, and gretchen does as well so funny. and then you get like um and then uh we talk to michael c yeah, we talk to michael heidi's on a real roll because oh at a certain point like she's going over the stuff with michael we hear from we hear from april how utterly simple and and ludicrous all of michael's pieces are and then we um and then in the middle of her conversation like michael has once again like four things done right in his typical fashion he's made like four things already they're supposed yeah. to have one outfit and tim he's is made... there to kind of translate that too he's like uh michael is very speedy yeah michael makes all these <laughs> things and then and heidi turns around and goes like oh from someone who can't sew oh wait uh so who wait who was, who was that said who was that oh oh wait she's not here anymore she's not <laughs> here <is> like <laughs> holy moly that is some <laughs> that like so that mean is, it's real mean that girls. is some super mean stuff mean girls yeah, yeah. i mean it is, yeah. it's like on the not the most uh sympathetic character but whole, yeah well, I also totally i'm like agree. wait Holy a minute balls. you're a judge i know like you're be judging this thing and we get that <laughs> out of you all right that you know huh so um you know having having given michael c a little bit more confidence mm -hmm. they um there's another sort of gather round yeah because I, I i it sounds like tim is ending critique time like he right. normally would by I, at first like sh I, I i think shoving gratefulness for heidi's presence down everyone's mm -hmm. throats like mm -hmm. let's applaud thank you heidi for coming into the workroom thank you so mm -hmm. much heidi for gracing us with your presence and then heidi ends it with what i Thing is a gigantic slash it's a fuck you slash vote of confidence <laughs> oh my god where i feel like it could be taken either way where she goes i want you to create two additional head to toe looks 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 and i mean my goodness are you right. the only one who's not in like okay all right all right here we go another twist all right i'm i'm so delayed i'm i'm being so professional right now i'm being super super professional and polite and if i'm panicking at all it, you can't see it on my face and uh, i mean my goodness mondo doesn't even get up yeah um, is sketching back to heidi blatant no mm -hmm. fuck you um to heidi mm. um, and then heidi goes um, I want these looks, but I'm going to be sending in some help. And uh, then we cut to Michael C with a very closed mouth smile, also trying to keep mm -hmm. together where Ari, I feel like, I think she's genuinely excited about this. We're like, okay, this is mm -hmm. great. I can do this. I'm doing well. I just got a great critique. And then Michael C, who's like, all right, I'm going to be really professional on this, but I'm, I'm screaming on the inside. Right. Because I don't want help. Here we are. We're going to reintroduce people that, don't like me who I don't get along with. And we're down to the final six. I was starting to feel safe. Right. We don't, we don't know who the, we don't know who the help is, we don't. but we know who the help is. Oh yeah. Oof. So they get to go back to mood. They have another $200 um, to spend yes. and they all run around. Um, the, the one notable thing in mood is that you get to see how Gretchen is 
Um, so gun shy at this moment. I think hmm. this is the this is the, one of the things that's like. Um, revealing about Gretchen on the show, which is that she seems to really, really want um, approval from whoever she's around. Hmm. So she's sort of pestering Tim mm-hmm. for... Um, for like about every single fabric choice. Yes. You know, having, having Heidi, having thrown something out, she's like, she's like, well, this, what about this? And Tim's like, no. And, and, and then we see her again going like, well, what about like a blah, 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 like a stretch white snakeskin? And Tim's like, and Tim's like, no. Um, and, and, throughout it's a it seems to be a situation where if somebody's not around Gretchen has no problem talking about them as being like simple and unprofessional and amateurish and this or that Mm -hmm. if they're around she wants like to totally be like connected with them you know yeah it's like it's like that conversation she had with Mondo about like, I see me in the final three and I see, I see me at fashion week and I see you at fashion week, mm-hmm. you know, just these conversations that like one-on-one are totally about like connecting with the person that she's with. And mm-hmm. then like the next thing around, she's like slagging them. Yeah. Cause I, I, I saw it as like, control issues and and i yeah i i totally agree with you and also just in terms of with tim in particular uh she's she's completely off of she's completely out of control and i think that this is the most out of control that she has been on the show Mm-hmm. And even with like manage, and, and even like that conversation with Mondo with like I see you at Fashion Week, I see me at Fashion Week. There's just so much managing reality mm-hmm. and managing other things, and um, she, at the core, wants to win, and is like, how do I do this the most in mm-hmm. terms of winning? And Tim is, you know, she has no idea what to do. Like she kept showing him, essentially, just if you if you averaged out the tones of the fabric, beige. Mm-hmm. Or camel, uh, that snakeskin. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that she chose that snakeskin. It almost was like this is so clearly wrong. And then the other um, fabric she chose was this weird patterned striped brown fabric, also clearly wrong. And it's and it was interesting to me that even after this critique with Heidi, um, and even after sort of being plowed into this lane, like stay in this. Here's a lane for you. Um, but it's a lane where she has no control over. And um, if you gave her carte blanche, then, you know, I think at the core we would see that she's not that um, she's not flexible with herself and she's not flexible with other people either. And, mm-hmm. she, and she's just, she just seemed to be panicking. Like, how do, how do I do this? I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, all right. <laughs> So ready to go back to 
Parsons back to the workroom. Back to the workroom. And uh, the so Tim comes in and is like, I said I'd come in with help. And here we get to see who our helpers are. Uh, we have Peach. Um, oh, my gosh. Who, who is it? Yeah, it's it's Peach. It's AJ Casanova. Valerie is back, who just got eliminated. And then we also have Ivy. Um, so and then Michael Drummond, which which I, I nearly forgot to write down, because why would you bring Michael <laughs> Drummond back? Why would you do that? Why? Um, so. So they get to choose. Um, I do believe that Mondo gets to choose first because, again, won the last challenge. And um, and they all, you know, she chooses Valerie, who's just the most delighted to be chosen first and I think is the most excited to be back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> most, like, gracious person. And uh, Gretchen chooses Casanova. Christopher chooses Ivy, which is, uh, you know, great because beige on beige. And then mm -hmm. we have Michael who chooses AJ because who else would he choose? April chooses hot blonde peach. And then Ari is stuck with the not incompetent Michael Drummond. <laughs> I mean, Ari, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't blame her. She's like, he's not the worst. So, <laughs> but but she's but but she's automatically like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to simplify some things. I just never. I just I just it, I'm just baffled by not getting Michael Drummond getting that far into the season and us not having a storyline with him being competent. Um, and it it's all oh. mostly Michael C. It's just interesting to me. But Valerie gives Mondo like a morale boost, which was nice to see. Um, because I think Valerie is just the perfect person, I think, to be working with um, with Eeyore at the moment because, you know, Valerie is just like a ball of, of joy. Yes. So. Yeah. And and I think that Mondo does like like in these situations. um mondo is willing to come out of it he's not he's not going to subject somebody else to his mood mm. yeah right so having somebody else there it, he's not going to just sit and mope around and whine about how things aren't going or how how people are doing whatever mm -hmm. and um and uh that's I think all to the good ultimately. Right. Like yeah. that's, that helps him kind of get to work. Yeah, totally. But this, um, but, but like as the friends, you know, as the help God. gets to work, we have like little bits of meetings with Ugh. various ones about what they're doing. Yes. yes and this yes. opens the door to the next part of this episode. Oh my God. And what is that? Ernest? Oh my God. Like, uh, it's hard. It's hard. Um, Okay, so, and I want to make sure that this is what we're talking about or what you're alluding to because I'm gonna we 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 have now two days, right? So Tim right. gives them since they have to make three total outfits, they actually give them a whole day on top of the day before that they have. 
So we're next day, we go straight back to the workroom and all the helpers are coming in um, and having their various dealings, whatever. And it kind of starts off with some um, playful jabbing or um, playful um, ribbing at Michael C. Because he's working with what they call a Thanksgiving color scheme. (laughs) There's Mm -hmm. orange and brown. So while uh, Gretchen was in mood, you know, hounding Tim over her shades of brown fabric, Michael C., we, we also saw clips of him buying reams and reams of brown fabric, which is also not really in this color palette. And so they're going off on that and like, oh my gosh, like uh, blah, blah, blah. And so they go into the brother sewing room and there's just um, Casanova brings up Michael C. How does it mm-hmm. feel like, uh, how does it feel to be making basically Thanksgiving clothes? And Michael C is kind of laughing about that. Right. And then but Ivy. It, but, yeah. But, but in a kind of tortured way, it's yes. like, you know, and we got a confession from him. He's like, yes, I've got like this orange and this pumpkin spice. I don't care. Like, these are colors that I like. I think they're good. Yeah. You know, in the same way that we heard him defending his burgundy before and mm-hmm. uh, and and all of this. And um, and it is immediately it does feel like super high school right away. It does. Totally. Like the Casanova, like that these folks feel like oh yeah we can just like pick on michael c yeah yeah right Um, because i think casanova was eliminated before we had this transition from michael c being the punching bag to michael c being kind of um dully accepted but mostly Mm -hmm. accepted by mondo and then everyone else kind of begrudging Mm -hmm. goes along with it uh and then we have ivy asking a question so michael c how do you feel about making it almost to the end of the competition? And Michael C is weirdly earnestly going like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm not kind of shocked that I'm still here. Why? Because you cheat it. And, uh, oh. the, here is a line. Here is a, a whole thing that we were shielded from, um, by the editing and perhaps right. by the producers. Right. So, uh, but now we aren't. Um, they, they brought Ivy back to be whoever Ivy is, and she has reintroduced this dead storyline mm-hmm. that uh, involves an accusation of Michael C. cheating. Because of course, I'm just like, what is happening? There's such a moment where there, there, there's clearly some um, heavy feelings, a, a lot of animosity around this subject. Um, and here we have it. So Ivy goes, that's funny. We, um, actually saw the dress that you cheated on. And Mm -hmm. the accusation is that the Jackie O competition, my God, we have to go all the way back to the Jackie O challenge, which was maybe like episode four. And, uh, there is an accusation that, that there was some tape found or the model saw some tape or the, the, the dress that, that Michael Costello made and was safe on, um, had some tape or it was, you know, whatever really wasn't sewn, but the model kind of, um, repaired it in the bathroom. And, uh, there's this back and forth with that. And it just kind of, it gets really, really petty where Michael C is trying to come back at Ivy going like, well, um, how does it feel being eliminated for a crappy design? 
And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's a TV show, so uh, you can say whatever you want. He's like, well, so uh, why are you fucking with me so far? Oh, my God, the language. That's so low class of you. Oh, my God, yeah. the language. Uh, yeah. So, yes. Yeah, like a class, a classic move. Wait mm-hmm. until they, um, uh, you know, wait until they get emotional and then why be like. Why are they like, so emotional? Yeah, why are you taking the low road? Oh, my God. Why are you so mad at me? I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you right. like, what I saw. Because you're such yeah. a despicable person. Yeah. Um, Ivy is mad. Ivy is yeah. really, really upset. Yeah. And it's clear that Ivy only, uh, well, I mean, not that she only came back. I'm sure it was in her contract that she had to come back. <laughs> um, but that that her that that the main thing that she wanted to accomplish in coming back was to say this to to um, to Michael. Yes. Yeah. So they have a whole back and forth, and then it becomes like a whole like breakdown around like you know who's who's on what side yeah right and even with uh, there is a, a moment between of course michael c and his helper aj right where aj is like well you know um people do think that you cheated and again we have again this secret storyline <laughs> And, right. And, right. And Michael Casella here is trying to talk to kind of filling in AJ all these early eliminated people about like, no, 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 people like me now because of Mondo. Well, and he <laughs> said, you know, he says, look, here's the experience that I had with Mondo. Mondo was like pissed off at me. Yes, he worked yes, with yes. me for, you know, for 20 minutes and he came back around and we saw him do it. Right. We saw him yes. go like, um, you know, I'm uh, I'm, you know, I'm um you know, I'm sorry that I was being a jerk to you. I saw mm-hmm. it. I, 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 you know, I, I see what you can do and I'd see who you are and I'm, and I was wrong to judge you that way. Yeah. And even Mondo having it, essentially the only person we hear from who's like, who's kind of saying what is very obvious to us. If, if anyone has any emotional uh, skills, um, Mondo goes, I think people are, bitter mm-hmm. the challenge was how many weeks ago uh, because this is so obviously petty and mm-hmm. embarrassing on behalf of ivy <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. it is a very petty um very bitter kind of like a sore sport sore loser low road type of thing such and also a very hypocritical um a clearly hypocritical approach to this right? because, um, you know, Ivy's cursing at Michael C and then makes the rounds of the workroom being like, um, Mondo, I think I made your friend cry because that's the goal. Right. Um, she thinks, she thinks Michael C is off crying, but actually Michael C is calmly explained to AJ right. uh, his thing with Mondo. But I mean, it's have... not a, it, it's not a bad guess because Michael C cries at the drop of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, okay, as someone who okay, I'll, you know, I'm not proud of this. As someone who has actually made someone cry, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I, know, made, I know, I've made people cry. I would actually confirm that. And also, yeah. I'm you know, I'm, I'm I'm competitive. Like I also just love being right. I and, and uh, I'm a recovering Type A person. As a recovering Type A person, like Ivy, I would have actually made sure. So I wouldn't look like an idiot on television. Right. I'm gonna make sure the person that I'm coming after. Um, is actually having these feelings, but I, you know, I would never so, intentionally make someone cry to, to, to just be right to say. Yeah. So what this kind of 
in, implies and what you like after watching it a couple of times, you sort of get the sense like, oh, so what happened was there was the the, you know, the Jackie O challenge. This thing happened and we can get into the technicality of it in a second. But um, but um, and then um, everybody decided to freeze out Michael C. Yeah. And so he's basically been in the workroom with everybody kind of like ignoring him and not talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's been going on. It's yeah. not like people have been actively hostile, but it has been, but they've been like shunning it. And yeah. so that's the thing that he's dreading having, having happen once again. Right. With all these folks coming back in. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, and uh, I want to go back into this because the way that he also deals with all of this is also expressive of his own insecurity. Mm-hmm. And he's a person who it it is possible for Michael C to be messy and also for him to um, be the wronged party in all of this. Yeah. Like both of those things can be true simultaneously. Yes. You know, I totally it's, agree. And, and, and I think there's probably some amount of that, but in any event, um, there's, you know, this, so, so this is now the ball that's rolling and we sort of hear from different people. Mm-hmm. We do hear from Gretchen, um, going like well i don't i just think this is totally not productive um i guess it's like i guess her take is if you're gonna stab michael c you should stab it at a time when you don't have to get a lot of work done (laughs) (laughs) it's like this is very inefficient i'm 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 trying to win you know yeah kind of deal with this like maybe on your off time or at the reunion (laughs) I mean, that's, that's mean, but that, that is, that's mean to say, but it, but, you know, she does have a kind of mature take on it, which is that it's like, look, this is, it's not, this isn't the time to bring this up. Yeah. And, and it, because I, it, I, it also is very self-seeking on, on Ivy's part. Um, and, yeah. and, and also in the context of, of what you're saying, like it, it is a time when they've come off of a really, really stressful episode they're um they had some tense encounters with Heidi. It's already been very, very dramatic and trying. They're so tired. Right. <laughs> and then here comes right. Ivy, who's probably slept for four days straight. You know, <laughs> whatever you would do once you're, you know, um taken out of this environment where you're only allowed to have like two hours of sleep a night or whatever. Right. Um, you know, bright and bushy tailed and ready to go at it. Um at a at a, a another person who's sort of in the trenches with them and who they've experienced differently um since since ivy left so right who is saying um that who right and ivy's like you know i just see him there and i and i see a spot that could be me or could be um or or could be valerie or could the or could be michael d <laughs> <laughs> and I'm i like, mean uh, I, all right, aggrieved parties line up, but but it's you know. What about AJ? It's... Could it have been AJ Ivy? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, uh, could it have been the nice, the the perfectly nice blonde woman who was first eliminated? <laughs> <Mackenzie>. <laughs> 
it's not a, a spot that could be occupied by Peach, evidently. Um, but it, you know, it's it's um, so yeah, that's that's the thing, and I mean, it's it goes around the workroom. Everything yeah. is super tense. Everybody's really upset. It's a it's it's um, I I would imagine it would be super hard not to be. I mean, A, if you're any of the current designers, you're like, great, thanks for showing up and doing this, Ivy. <laughs> the only person who seems to be excited about it is April, who's like, I just want to congratulate you on that. It's like, what the, what's your problem? Oh, man, I, yeah, that was, that's a thing that, that's, that's when I, I, I really <laughs> had questions throughout my notes about um, if this were recut today, because they really, it, 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 I, I think there was so much confusion on the viewer's side because they did not show this or did not choose to edit this into the show. Um, right. And then to have the designers going through their own emotional journey that, was, that we're not privy to and have it be so consequential in terms of how they treated another contestant. And we're, we're, like, we're all like, what, what's going on? Yeah. Like, why do you guys hate yeah, this yeah. guy? Um, and now it's coming together and it's so, it's so weird to see or to hear April say that after, um, you know, just, you know, it's just, it's, it was just really weird to go back there. And even with, um, you know, I'm like, do you, I don't know. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. That was just so yeah. strange. So I don't know where, how much more we need to. I, I do have one note in here with Ivy and her talking head where she goes, Michael Costello, look at what's coming to him. I definitely believe in karma. And then cut to Ivy's sewing machine attacking her in the face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's all, I, I also, um, that this is like way before I totally, I, I, I totally forgot about this, mm -hmm. but there's a weird moment like, way back when um at when we've got like the second uh when we've got the announcement from tim and heidi about the additional garments mm -hmm. um uh gretchen there's a shot of gretchen and she's wearing she has like a, a little sign that says hater <laughs> like stuck <laughs> what stuck on her garment i swear to god <laughs> It's it's during the moment where they're all kind of doing the eye rolls about like oh my god we have we have to like go to mood again or something, and oh, there's literally god. that she literally has this little sign that says hater. I'm gonna see oh, if I can find it. it. Oh my god! Because this ties into the end of the episode. Oh my gosh, that is so interesting. I th I think I think it I think it relates a lot to the end of the episode also. Wow. Man. It's got to be around like the 13 minute mark or something like that. And it's before Heidi goes, I've always wanted to say this, make it work. Uh, it's, it's, it's right at that moment. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to scour through this. And, and also as I'm scouring through this, I realize I also missed the moment when Ari, when, when Heidi was like two more outfits, I want three total. Mm -hmm. And Ari does like this jump in a circle, like, like she jumps for joy, um, mm -hmm. in a 360. And I'm like, wow, you're really excited for for this. No one else, everyone else, everyone else hates this. 
Um, okay. All right. Well, but also, I'll, I, oh, go I'll, ahead. I'll try to find it. I'm, I'm, yes. I, I'd swear I'm not making this up. Oh my gosh. I hope you're not. I hope, I hope you didn't see something that wasn't there. I hope it's actually there and I will look for it too. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but only the other note is that, uh, since there was an accusation of cheating, Tim Gunn has to address right. it. Right. Because so they brought it up. up. Because the, the yeah. producers were like, we were trying not to do this. This is what we're trying not to do. And then Tim kind of is like, you know, gathers the designers together and has to specifically summon Ivy because she's back there like, no, I'm not really. I'm not one of the designers. And Tim's like, no, nope, this involves you, Ivy. And addresses the accusation of cheating and asks, mm -hmm. is this true? And they're like, yes, it's true. And they explain it. Um, everyone talks, you know, uh, Ivy chimes in about it and how they, the, the, uh, this is the first time I think we're actually getting the details where. Yes. Um, okay. I found it. Okay. Is it there? Four, 1408. Oh, it might be a little different for you because you have the Daily Motion one that includes the stuff at the beginning. Yeah, it is. Oh shoot. But I'm gonna write it in because So I maybe know, add I know a couple It 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 is the moment um after they've been sketching and right before they go to mood. Okay. So it's after like Heidi. Normally has normally Gretchen yeah, she has like a it's like um, I'm just going to do a little screen grab. Oh, I got it. Oh, I got it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> wow. She took off a lot of time. It looks like she made that. Um, <laughs> she's got some, some shaded in letters, you know, like bubble letters, a really, uh, a proper a wow. Uh -huh. <laughs> what do you think about Neilan? What do you think about this? Uh, um, it, it makes me like Gretchen more. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> it also it also made me realize that um, but the the reason why I have such a hard time with Gretchen is exactly the same reason why I have absolutely no affinity for Taylor Swift. <laughs> is why <laughs> it there's a it it's one thing to it it how to say this um i think gretchen's circumstance is that she is genuinely an underdog she's someone who comes from a very difficult background and has had a hard time mm -hmm. and has worked really hard to get where she is and and at the same time she's existing within a context that gives most people like her success. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard for me to relate to her as an underdog. 
Yes. So when she tries to cast herself as an underdog or sort of joke about it, it's like I have a difficult time feeling empathy for it. And that's probably as much my limitation as anything else. Um, But I, I feel that similarly about like Taylor Swift's music. Like, I don't, I like, I, there's, I don't relate to the wounded parts of it Mm -hmm. because the successful parts are so overpowering to me and overdetermined in the context of American society. Yeah. That I have a really difficult time. Um, uh, you know, like, like the, the bullshit that Kanye pulled on Taylor Swift is definably wrong. Right. And yet at the same time, I still didn't feel empathy for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I honestly, that, that reminds me of something that I was thinking about in terms of this Mondo Gretchen deal and how they're mm-hmm. approaching this because I, in, in terms of their, um, their anger, their animosity toward this challenge mm-hmm. and how it's, it's similar, but it's very different in that sense. Where Gretchen, mm-hmm. um, I I totally agree with you. I don't really empathize with Gretchen. Well, I, and and I in for uh, for similar reasons. And and I and I like I take that note where uh, she's got she she has instilled entitlement, and yes. I think the entitlement comes from what you're talking about. How she is positioned in a way where she is sort of primed for success. Yes. Or she's primed for this idea of like I'm de- I deserve this because I work so hard. Like it's yeah. not taking away her ethic. Like she's she's worked her ass off. Um, um, didn't come from an, an economically privileged background, as opposed mm-hmm. to Mondo, who is not primed right. for success in this way. And um, I think his animosity towards this challenge comes from this um, from another place where it is emotional where he is not what we talked about like this is not how he works this is also um, very contradictory to what the rules have been in the on this show and Mm -hmm. what they've um, what he's come to be comfortable with in terms of the expectations Mm -hmm. everyone's they've thrown a wrench into this whole deal with this episode, but the responses are from Gretchen. It's like this. Well, of course I'm supposed to succeed in this because I'm, I am who I am and I um, am competent in this blah, blah, but she's yeah, but it's, it's, it's right. more of an entitlement twist. That, I think it's exactly it. It's, it is, um, it, it, when you are, um, you know, a, uh, a, a, you know, a tall, thin white woman, certain doors in fashion are going to open to you Yes. G- quickly. And, and it's, and, and that feels like it's the result of your work. And to some extent it is, but there's also a way in which you experience less friction and that is, and that's what we call privilege. Mm -hmm. And it's often hard to register 
on an individual level. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's comforting to imagine that that's that lack of friction is you overcoming um, overcoming uh, it, it is it is the result of the meritocracy at work, your hard work being recognized, but there's a way in which it it isn't necessarily and and to translate that to Mondo, Mondo's coming off of three weeks of the competition saying to him, "Okay, you're this like quirky weirdo guy." the more you show us who you really are, um, we're going to reward you for it. Mm-hmm. Here's the, here's the acceptance. Yes. And then this is the challenge where it's like, no. Yeah. No, I, we don't accept that. Mm-hmm. It's like, Heidi is like, no, I'm, you know, and, and that's the way that he's internalizing it. Mm-hmm. And you do get to see in this episode, like him really going like, all right, well, fuck it. Yeah. You know, this like, like get it together and not, and like, this is what I have to do here mm-hmm. in order to make this happen. Yeah. Um, but I, but I also bring it back around to the moment that we are in the show before I derailed us with the hater sign, <laughs> because I think the hater sign is really interesting in relationship to what's going on. Like Gretchen isn't the person who's out there. Um, like Gretchen's wearing a sign that says hater early on in the episode, but she's not the person who is saying who is like going after Michael C right at this moment and there's a moment where they kind of pan all of the designers as as um uh ivy is sort of laying out the case against michael c Mm -hmm. and like you know a couple of a couple of the women are nodding gretchen's like looking down at the ground not engaging with Mm -hmm. him you know um it's so it's like Ivy's the hot-headed one who's out, um, uh, you know, um, campaigning for justice. Um, Gretchen, as we've seen before, is is completely happy to be vicious about Michael C. in private, mm-hmm. but she's not leading the charge here. Yeah, she is. So in a way, she's kind of leaving someone else out to dry. Yeah. And that's the thing that is that feels weird to me. Like she's not willing to take the risk. Yeah. If she really like believes this at this moment. And also it's like, yeah, it is. It's like it's fine. You want to stew about something, but you may not necessarily want to go that far. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think that that's an interesting, just just an interesting combination of those two moments. Yeah, I mean, I because I, you know, it's, it's such an awkward time, but also interesting in in how, um, gosh, like there's so many things I can say about Gretchen. Like there there are mm. a lot of things psychologically about her that are very fascinating to me, just in terms mm-hmm. of, um, you know, like that quest that that like even pointing that out that the 
how she talks about people, um, how she connects with people in this moment with Ivy in front of Tim, who, you know, and, and all of the designers are actually behind her. Um, right. Hardly anyone's making any eye contact with Tim. They all seem, except for Michael C. <laughs> like Michael C is looking mm-hmm. around and trying to make eye contact with everybody, mm-hmm. but no one says anything. But this right. whole time, people have apparently been holding this in. Um, we don't get this in any talking heads. And even in this moment, the only person who's edited in saying anything to Tim about this is Ivy. Right. um, And we we. So should we just lay out quickly what the issue is? So in the in the in in the Jacqueline Kennedy challenge, the um, Ivy charges that um, Michael C's dress was held onto the model, uh, was basically taped onto the model Mm -hmm. so that it wouldn't um, uh, uh, drape open. Yeah. And expose her. Yeah. Michael's argument. And, and she says that they know that this is the case because they saw all of this top stick, um, top stick in the women's bathroom. Yes. Um, after the after the model was in there. Mm-hmm. Michael's thing is. Look, the, you know, um, the model wears um, like not a breastplate, but but a, a sort of um, like, breast enhancer yeah, that like, she puts on yeah. with top stick. Um, and also the, and that there was support built into the dress. Yeah. Yeah. And that it could have been used for whatever she was wearing, not necessarily right. for the, the construction of the dress. Right. And I think Tim asks them, uh, did, you know, when did you bring this to the producers or when did you, wh- why are you, why am I just hearing about this? Right. And Ivy's like, well, it was nearly impossible to tell the producers the day of because right. it, it was kind of crazy. We were all working on our own. Yeah. They were doing thing. all this stuff and running around. They mm-hmm. told the producers the next day. And the producers told them, well, it's too late. Right. And Tim goes, you know what? It is too late. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, this is a he said, she said. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this is a case of this is like a case of a non case. Mm -hmm. And then asked Michael, see if if, like, you know, Michael, like, how do you feel about that? And Michael's like, well, I'm sad. And Tim immediately is like, why are you sad? And it's it's really this whole this whole exchange was so fascinating to me and, and how yeah. dismissive Tim was of feelings in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of feelings, uh, but Tim is clearly on the the route or the the goal is to squash this and move forward, make it work, mm-hmm. get back to work. Let's deal with this. Um, so. Yeah, no, and I wrote in my notes, I'm like, Tim is not Heidi. (laughs) Tim is not going to milk this moment for all the drama. Um, And and also not necessarily um, being, or taking taking sides. It's such a neutral and, um, I don't know. I I didn't know really how to feel about this because Michael. Well, Tim, Tim also makes like the really good point of like, okay, look, the judges didn't say anything on the runway. Yeah. I didn't see anything. I'm around here. And all of our cameras didn't see anything. Yes. So 
so it you know he's in in effect he's saying like do you think that if we saw something like this uh, if we caught something like this on camera we wouldn't like use it in the tv show that oh we're making gosh. yeah i thought about that because they have right? people off i think at yeah. this point there was only one person who was disqualified but they do that they will kick you right off. for having pattern books or things like that yes. I, I mean who, you know we've never heard anybody kick i mean ivy's point is basically if the judges knew that the dress was taped on they wouldn't have thought they would have seen how poor michael c's construction was mm -hmm. so they would have eliminated him yeah yeah um and and that is like a a reach too far yeah it really is and also like one of those gray areas where yeah you're right i don't i don't think that necessarily is as clear cut as you have pattern books or right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so it you know so in to a certain extent tim is like I mean, yes, Tim is terrified of emotions, but, um, but he also is, um, you know, he, he's also doing the teacher thing of like, all right, I heard the two of you got into it in the schoolyard. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Right. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, what happened? And Ivy's like, he stole my lunch. And he said that I'm blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, did that really happen? And yes, everybody knows that it happened. And, and Tim's Gosh. like, all right, well, we're done with it. Lunchtime's over. <laughs> You're past recess. Like, let's just get it. Let's go forward. And, you know, it's it's sort of that tone yes. in a way. And it's and he's like, OK, Michael, how do you feel about that? And Michael's like, well, I'm sad and blah, blah, blah. And, and Tim's like, yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah. Why are you sad? Yeah. <laughs> You're sad that it happened at all, which is like, don't put words in Michael's mouth, but. You know, also you're tr you're just trying to like get done with this. Yes, exactly. So yes. you know, it's it's also telling that like people are willing to congratulate Ivy about this. Again, you know, in an indirect way, but nobody else is jumping in there. No. And, right. Yeah, and then, I mean, I'm like, if AJ is talking about like, well. You know, if AJ admits something, and we and and he he seems like the least likely person to I think back up Ivy, then it's how a lot of them are are, are feeling right. that way. And Ivy's yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really interesting uh, role to to let her play and and that she's taking up. Right, but anyway, it's like everything is kind of soured, and yeah. it's that's the end of the day. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I'm like, just get me to the runway. Gosh. Yeah. Um, right. So it's the day of the runway. Um, and anything in this run up? Yeah. Well, back at Atlas, um, all of the all uh, like, uh, you know, Ari and um, and Michael C and um, and. Uh, Christopher and and Mondo are like getting ready. Mondo's like taking forever in the mirror, 
and they're like, who do you want to see go home? And, and, and they're like, we want to see Mondo go home. And Mondo's like, damn right you do, because I'm incredible. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, and then we cut over to Gretchen and April, who are just like bagging on Michael C. again. Yeah. And this is the thing, right? It's like, um, you know, they're they're both Gretchen's going like Michael C, Michael C, Michael C, like every week. I can't believe that he's not, you know, that he's still around. Mm -hmm. And April's like right in it, you know. Yeah. The two of them. Yep. And so we go back to Parsons. Everybody's like working with their help. It's racing down to the last minute. Right. Um, they're trying to style their outfits. Um, it's, yeah. Of course, like hair and makeup. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hair and makeup was just fun to watch. <laughs> yes. Because there was so much Scott Patrick. Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, and, and also just, oh, gosh, in terms of, again, like the – the, the fascination I have with Gretchen where she goes in, she's like, um, I kind of want, um, a play on this line and shades of turquoise around the eyes. And Scott goes, you mean how your eyes are <laughs> in the way your whole entire face looks? Yeah. You want us yeah. to do the models just like your face? She goes, maybe. maybe <laughs> yeah. It's like, of course. of course. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So... Scott does get his best line of of the season, though, in here, which is um, Michael sees like sort of explaining, um, you know, once again, who the girl is mm -hmm. or who the woman is. Um, and uh, there's and he goes like, well, she's going you know, she's going to the gym, she's going to work out, but she's still all, also all about a man. <laughs> and, and Scott goes, well, I wouldn't know anything about that with his, like, <laughs> you know, he, he gives a, a subtle flex to his many, many hours at Equinox cultivated text. <laughs> of course it's Equinox. <laughs> it, oh, you know it's Equinox. No, it's Equinox. That's not a crunch body. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not a Planet Fitness there. No, That's an Equinox. Absolutely not. Yeah. Oh, um, hilarious. Yeah, so that is, that's that's a, a nice moment of levity. Um, we get Casanova um, telling, uh, doing a little bit of foreshadowing here, which is like telling... Um, uh, Gretchen to lose the bike shorts. Yes. Which, of course, she doesn't she listen doesn't. to. No. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... Uh, and then, I wonder if this is where it happens. Um, you know, Tim comes in, does gives them the Piper line argument. Mm -hmm. um, and is this where it happens? Like everybody's sort of doing like last minute bits. We hear Mondo, like he kind of likes what he's doing now. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, Oh, here. Yeah, here it is. 29:49 for me. Okay. Gretchen comes over and leans on the table to give a pep talk to Michael C. 
the person who she has just explained uh, is is like sh- that she's shocked that he's um, there week after week. Mm-hmm. She goes over and is just like, you know, you should just I just want to say, like, I know this is really tough. You should just be you. Blah, 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 blah. Like why you feel like you, like like that's like the moment there right it's like it where i was like oh yeah she just she needs everybody to feel like she's okay with them yeah at every which is so yeah it's so strange even thinking about the very beginning of this episode when they're in atlas Mm-hmm. And she is mean girling Ivy and Valerie mm-hmm. and, you know, rejoicing in being able to wake up in a quiet apartment when the, the giggles are gone. And that is on camera. And this is away from everyone else. Yeah. And she's whispering this yeah. to, um, to Michael C. And that's where the, when I call about pathology, where that's where the pathology yeah. comes in, where it's, it, she just can't, I, I, I totally agree with you. She just can't help herself. And it makes no logical sense. Like, I feel like someone who's smart or not smart, conscious, someone who's conscious of what they're doing wouldn't be doing it like this. Right. Wouldn't get Listeners, this episode is a a ton of psychology (laughs) and and really very little design. So little. But it's like I have I do not have a whole lot to say about these clothes. Oh, my God. The clothes are disappointing. Once we get them on the runway. So this is one of the things I'm this. Yeah, it is about a lot about psychology. And and this is, you know, a lot about the workroom, essentially, like the process and and how people maneuver in how, you know, on the show around one another. And then the whole mystery around why have things been so tense? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then now that it's out. And and why are people doing the way w- what they're doing, and and yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, this is all one of my other favorite things to talk about is the psychology of processes and <laughs> community and how, you know whatever. Anyway, but yeah, so bizarre. All right, anything else going on? No, I don't think so. Um, there, I don't. You know we get everybody sort of styling everything up. Yeah. The help leaves. <laughs> um, having been so helpful. Oh, <laughs> we, not a peep from Michael Drummond. So, you know, Michael Drummond was peak helpful. Yeah. Whatever Michael Drummond did, there was no drama there. It was great. You yeah. Know, kudos to Michael Drummond. Um, okay. So let's get on to the runway and listeners. This is where you can click on the show note link and the link in the show notes for this mm-hmm. week's cheat sheet and i didn't do a spoiler sheet since they all had to do three looks it's a two page right. um cheat sheet but it's just three designers on page one and yeah. three designers on page two in runway order all right so um heidi comes out <laughs> reintroduces the challenge introduces our normie judges michael kors and nina garcia Mm-hmm. And then our guest judge is the iconic sportswear designer, Norma Kamali, mm-hmm. um, in shades, which I was hoping were transition sh- transition glasses. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they're just straight up sunglasses that she's wearing inside. Yeah, I have to say, Norma Kamali, really mm-hmm. good guest judge. Oh, amazing. I, appropriate. So appropriate for this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, and, and not, and, and a judge who's not going to say, like, oh, I would wear that. I, I would wear that tomorrow. <laughs> I want you to make me one of those. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my um, gosh. so yeah, no, I, no, Norma Kamali, we love you. Right, Norma Kamali, thank you so much. Thank yes. you for, for adding yeah. to this, you know, rather boring runway. Yeah. Um, after runway starts and they shoot oh the, de- they have the designers and the the designers once again look like a tiny huddled <laughs> batch of people together. Yeah. Oh my God, gotta get them in that one shot and the the mass of of uh, space, <laughs> mass of darkness mm-hmm. behind them um it's true yeah i I don't know why i'm thinking of them as like the head of a toothbrush but (laughs) (laughs) all right so first we have gretchen Mm -hmm. and so that's that we so oh my god everything is gray black and the dirty pink a dirty pink color Mm-hmm. Um, except for Michael C, we have some orange, some weird orange and, and coral there. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Any thoughts on? I, oh, you mean on on Gretchen? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, you know, turbans are horrible. Um, it's it's. You know, this is all before Lululemon, like, you know, owned this category. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's, yeah, it's it's sort of what I said before. Like, any of these things, there's nothing that these designers, any of these designers put out that are really egregious. Right. There's one or two pieces that I'm like, oh, no, but all of it is perfectly fine. And that's what like the challenge is. The challenge is like make something. It it really is the I would not be. I don't have any time to dress, but I don't want to be embarrassed. What I by by what I end up wearing outside. Yes. is, Is the essence of this challenge. Yeah, I mean, because, and, and also, you know, I hate this fabric so much. Nothing is camel. So I'm going to do all I can with ruching. I'm, yeah. I'm going to make a this beige dress interesting by making it A-line, by ruching it up the side. And yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, so they're like a combination of everyone has an, a piece of outerwear, mm-hmm. um, some dusters and, and, leggings and then Mm -hmm. again like what you said with not taking casanova's note on number three um where it's a ruched tube skirt with these over bike shorts bike shorts that are also right i guess this is before or this is around the time when that whole um the the phenomenon that we all know now with the leggings having those um those racer lines all over the leg Mm. um it's got racer lines or what I call them kind of like sheerness sheer lines happening in the top but those yeah but the the 
a gray tube skirt over these biker shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've seen people wear biker. Sh- no, I, I see it now. No, I see them. I, yeah, they were, they're wearing biker shorts again. Um, all right. What about Ari? Again, it's fine. Like there's, there's nobody in here in, in, in any of these designers Mm -hmm. that I'm either excited by. I mean, Ari's hoodie is nice. Yes. Um, and, and like the, and the dress is, um, like the third look does a convincing job of um, it's fancy enough that you could wear it in more flexible circumstances, but you could also just throw it on. Yeah. Um, I mean, this, 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 uh, these works I think would have been more interesting to see how she constructed them and also how did, did Michael Drummond do anything <laughs> because these look <laughs> these look decent and really nice mm-hmm. um, and I thought the lines were interesting and I I was just like I would I would like a tutorial like how uh, you know how did she construct these um, that's what's most interesting to me uh, um, in, in terms of of these looks and especially the third look with the dress because the lines mm-hmm. are a little bit different and um, there, everything seems very, you know, of course, intentional and skilled. Yeah. So, you know, I will go back to Gretchen for one thing that, mm-hmm. that I forgot to mention before, which is that in her second look, mm-hmm. she's basically taken a hoodie pocket and, and put it on the front of the tights. Oh, did she? the front of the leggings? Like you, like in the, on the cheat sheet, you can see the model has her hands in it. Yes. And, and I was like, what is this? Like a masturbation pocket? Like, what's the, like, <laughs> like. It's a pleasure me pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's, it it's like, when I think about anything that I might put in there, like if I was wearing those. Mm-hmm. And that's like my the pocket that I have is this is this weird one in the front. Like, yeah. I mean, like, what's that experience like? Wouldn't wouldn't you want to Would, put? <laughs> wouldn't I wouldn't I want my Kindle in there banging against my banging against my junk as I as I pick up my groceries? <laughs> like, it's that is a, that is like a weird design decision that's that's all i have to say yeah where was heidi there with her um a a day in the life of yeah that doesn't yeah yeah exactly that doesn't really come up yeah all right so um we've got ari ari next is is april i mean the only Mm -hmm. thing with april that i really liked was the last outfit the third yeah the third uh very um which was the original look that she was making which mm-hmm. is a play on a maxi dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought it was beautiful there. You can't see, of course, the back on the cheat sheet, but I thought the back was also very beautiful. <laughs> April is also doing the same shorts that she's been doing all the way through. Oh, of course. Yeah. She loves the shorts. these sort of romper shorts with a sheerness on top. It's just a different, yeah. 
different type of neckline. <laughs> yeah. Um, next. And then Christopher. God, Christopher. Ooh. Oh, man. I, oh. So These are I will. so ad- hard to talk about. I will admit in like during the during the 80s and into the 90s i got the idea that it was super cool to like roll the sleeves on my t-shirts i used to do that too that's that's cool um you're cool i'm cool nayland (laughs) (laughs) i i never got the idea to roll the neck on my (laughs) t-shirts and and it this first look of christopher's like Mm -hmm. the amount of work that has gone into making this neck line look like it was rolled under to what end I do not understand. So this is the, this is the original outfit that Heidi had issues with. I know. And, um, it, it, it's the, it's my least favorite out of everything. It, it really is confusing. It doesn't look like anything that Christopher, would have made it seems so um inelegant or unelegant whatever it is um mm-hmm. and, and boring but in kind of a, yeah, yeah in a very practical and sporty way mm-hmm. because this is what you would do to your t-shirt when you're uh for instance just you know i again you know full disclosure i'm a tennis player here so you would have that you'd you'd start out with the sleeves you'd roll it up You'd get really hot, and then you'd roll down the the collar. It, this looks like she did this herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not. Yeah. And then from the side, you get um, a flash of your of your uh, sports bra mm-hmm. on purpose. That's in the design um, to just kind of see the underwear underneath. And then you have the the next piece with uh, some inexplicably ruffled sleeves. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just I hated this. I hated all three of these. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And these weird, and, and again, this sort of slash on the leggings on the inside, Michael calls that out on the, um, but uh, during judging. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Anything. Do you want to, yeah, n- I don't know. There's, Ugh. I guess, I don't know. Michael sees then, bad. Yeah. So much fabric. Um, yeah. Actually, Mondo was my favorite. My favorite, yeah, out of everyone, um, because because of the journey, but also I thought the use of color somehow got in there in a way that was, um, I think, slick enough to be a punch of color, but yes. um, still qualified. Even the white, I thought like the last um, outfit with that white seemed the most white. Mm-hmm. and clean out of everyone else so well the, the and that last outfit is super smart because it is just a square yes um he does that thing that people do where you put like a darker stripe at the edge of the figure so that it looks like you're um slimmer mm-hmm. and um and it does it has enough interest to look like a real thing, um, but also it looks simple enough that you feel like you could just throw it on. Yes, totally. And it's and the precision of where the white lands at 
the model's shoulders Mm -hmm. is the thing that sells it. I was thinking like, okay, what if like that's like that's the thing that's actually going to be kind of tricky to pull off for a lot of people because everybody's shoulders are different widths. And if your shoulders were narrower than that model's, Mm -hmm. then the white would not be as effective. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, yeah, because the neck is a boat. It's a boat neck, and uh, I, I, I know f- for me, I can't really do a boat neck. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but yeah. All right. I- anything? Anything else? <laughs> nope. Okay. So and let's... then we get yeah, we get onto the runway. Mercy, we get onto the judging. Yes. Um, who's in the top? Oh my gosh! So uh, the the top is Mondo, April, and Ari, mm-hmm. and then our lowest scores are Gretchen, Christopher, and Michael C. And they're mm-hmm. dismissed. They they got it. They have to leave. Yeah. While the judges talk to the top yeah. scoring uh, designers. Yeah. Um, they go backstage where we are shocked to learn. <laughs> That Gretchen is surprised that she is in the bottom. What? Because she made ten garments, and they're good, um, right? In, in yeah, in in two days. Yeah. Um, and she says something. Who's the person that she decides to snipe at because she can't say something good about what she's done without complaining about what someone else has done? Um, I think it had to do with. Oh gosh, which one was, was it, it? Was it Mondo? I think she says like something I think she about liked Mondo. What Mondo made, but I think it had to do with was it Ari? I didn't write it down. Oh shoot. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's also kind of like oh, not like everyone else made a shit ton of pieces. Right. If you made ten pieces. Everyone else also right. made about ten pieces. Right, and I'm sure that that we can find a bit of footage where you're complaining about the fact that Michael C made. Like for some other challenge, Michael C made ten things. Oh, that's what it was. Michael C seemed less like sportswear or less like activewear. Um, no, she doesn't no, say anything she doesn't about. Say she doesn't say anything Looks... bad about a person who's in the room. Right. She Oops, says something right. bad about somebody who's in the top. Hmm. Anyway, it was Mondo. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's let's get to. Doesn't matter. Mondo's feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heidi starts off with a little bit of a, a dig where she goes, Mondo, where is my favorite piece? Mm-hmm. And Mondo, you know, kind of squares shoulders and goes, you know what? Uh, oh, um, I scrapped it. Oh, I started all over again. Um, so my concepts were, is, what my concept was circle squares and triangles. And I um, made these head pieces that were, you know, purely for the runway. And the model goes, yes. I love these head pieces. Oh, my God. Can I say something? I love this head piece that Mondo made. He was just like, I made these for the runway. And she's like, ah, they're my favorite thing. And the model loves them, too. Loves them. Um, <laughs> you know, on the inside, Mondo is like, my dog is wearing your... <laughs> <laughs> that's where the piece is i put it on my yorkie you know like like that's the, that's why i would not succeed on this show is that i would not be able to stop myself from just going like oh i sent it home heidi it's on my dog 
could get them back. <laughs> you know, it is, it's like Heidi is doing this thing where tribute must be paid. Mm. It is the, so just so we're both clear and we both understand what the point of this challenge was, it was to listen to me, wasn't it? And Mondo goes, yes, it was. Oh, God. So insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, okay, and this is, so Michael Kors says you really succeeded in, you know, working with this color palette. Mm -hmm. And to me, it sounded like no one else on the panel could say any, they all understood where, where their lanes were and yeah. they couldn't really call these looks straight up boring or even refer right. to the color palette as being boring. Right. And I feel like Michael Kors kind of had to like tiptoe around that because yeah, yeah, this is Heidi's challenge. Yeah. Well, this is really, we, we know this isn't your thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, tough, tough. Like what a tough yeah. challenge. Yeah. Um, but I kind of liked where he was like, well, even I just like it when people were constructive, where he's like, you lose me from the waist down. You kind of threw it away. You, uh, you had, which is true. Yeah, totally true. Um, and also, I thought really smart in how to actually work with, within a time frame. And with this mindset of just, oh, like, I just have to grip my teeth and and, and get through this whole humness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll make some easy leggings and then spend my time on things that are more interesting which are Mm -hmm. tops but yeah yeah um oh and norma so norma kamali says that these have clearly have would have hanger appeal so kind of speaking to the retail and the the heart of of it which is commercial um, right. And which, again, loved her expertise where she's like, yeah, these these look good on the hanger. And a, a lot of designers have issues with that where you have to want to buy it or even envision yourself in it or have it look interesting um, on the hanger. And these would look so interesting on the hanger. Fantastic job. Um, so, yeah. What about April? Um, yeah, I mean nobody mentions the fact that April is basically dressed the same as, <laughs> as her model, <laughs> but they all like what she's doing. And yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, accomplished mm-hmm. and it's all fine. Yeah. And then they're very into Ari. Oh my gosh. Um, Ari. Oh my God. the, Heidi Klum loves all of this. And they also point out the chiffon plus jersey of it all. Mm-hmm. Michael Kors looks into that. And I think Michael Kors is really in, um, impressed with the mm-hmm. finish, the finishing here. Mm-hmm. And um, Nina Garcia calls it Halloween on Closer Look. And I didn't really understand where that came from. Uh, um, skeletons, maybe. Oh, like a like it looked like a head. Okay, all right. You know that these are that that it's like all those lighter lines that are on there. 
sort of look oh. like bones on a black background. Oh, all right. I kind of like that. Yeah. That's even great. That's that's I feel like that's a great Halloween reference. Yeah, yeah. Or a, you know, you know, Dia de los Muertos or something like that. That'd mm-hmm. be great. Um okay, so that's the end of their talk with the top scoring designers and they go back stage and I just kind of wrote in that Ari wants a hug and I think it's because she's so relieved. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's got through on this challenge and also loved doing this challenge and got really great feedback. She's like, can I have a hug? Um, then we talk to our bottom designers. Mm-hmm. Michael, Cor- Michael Costello is next. I just realized we had three Michaels on this show. Oh my God. Michael Kors, yeah. Michael Costello, Michael Drummond. Anyway, Michael Costello's first and, uh, Heidi calls out the colors immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and also <laughs> that these are not active wear clothes. No one's going to work out in these. Um, right. No one's going to work out in most of these clothes, but especially these. And um, they hate the styling. It looks very overworked and that he's just trying too hard. And Norma Kamali is like, yeah, you could have gotten away with some of this if you just hadn't used this orange. <laughs> If you had mm-hmm, gone mm-hmm. gray and beige and pale, you know, this would have looked a lot better. So. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And Christopher, uh, who is, I put in my notes that he's wearing his, I call it a gray bullshit track jacket again. <laughs> um, I don't know why the track jacket makes me so mad. But, uh, yeah, they, not a great critique. He's, I mean, it is true that, like, he's somebody who is, for someone who's a designer, he really does not seem very fashionable. No, (laughs) he's not concerned. (laughs) And not even in that easy kind of way where it's just, yeah. Right, it doesn't have to be like Mondo where everything is like a really emphatic personal expression of style. (laughs) Yes. But it's like. But, you know, like, Christopher just always seems to be, like, you know, dressed to go, you know, have a Sunday brunch on the street that bears his name. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like perfectly yeah. acceptable very nice gay man i was gonna say green point because there i when i first moved to new york i noticed that in green point brooklyn people were walking around with these like 80s era track jackets mm-hmm. and it was mostly in green point and that's what i think about whenever i see christopher but nope totally yeah he's on he's christopher on christopher street having some brunch in his gray track jacket <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just really, really bad. I didn't write anything. Yeah, it's really bad. The fabric, like he taught, like Michael calls out the fabric puckering. It doesn't make any sense in terms of the, um, in, in terms of like the, the white jacket over the orange top. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's all sort of, uh, nonsensical. And, Again, Nina uh, Norma, not Nina Garcia. Norma Carmali says, uh, "It's evident when things are made out of love, and you mm-hmm. just weren't in love with this." 
mm-hmm. you are probably are just more than just this block of clothes that, that you've made that I'm seeing today, but I'm not seeing the love in this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, she was kind of spot on. Can you see their faces, Norma? All of their faces? Mm-hmm. No love. Yeah. All right. Next is Gretchen. Next is Gretchen, and we sort of get like Heidi v. Gretchen round two. Oh my gosh. So awkward because she starts off yeah. with, here's what you didn't have in your collection. You didn't have any transitional clothes or anything. Like there are these, like, there's a huge chunk of yeah. possibilities that you didn't address. And so yeah. I'm addressing them. Yeah. So. <laughs> because Gretchen has had such a long career as an active wear designer. So long. Right. Yes. So, um, of course, that's, they go in on that. Gosh. But Heidi's response to this, I think, was, again, very mean girl. Um, all of a sudden, Heidi's English is not so great. She goes, there's so many ruffles and so much ruffles here. And, and, and I'm um, uh, a hot, 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 so hot pod, hot potty. How do you say it? Mm-hmm. Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. It's a hodgepodge. It's a very <laughs> hodgepodge of things. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um but they also call out again these, just a lot of things that she that she made. Um, they hate the track pants because God forbid it looks like she's got some thighs rubbing together, right? And then where you know it happens with m- most people who have their thighs rubbing together when they're wearing shorts, where it rides up in the middle. Um, that looks like it's in Gretchen's design, and they hate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is also hilarious, though, that if you if you make that decision to have an uneven line mm-hmm. down at the bottom of the shorts, then the fact that you would hide, like it would be one thing to to cut it that way and to show, no, this is a conscious decision. They're not riding up in the middle. But yes. when you put like this big skirt in front of it, it just looks like that's what's happening. Yes. And yes. that you've tried to hide it. Yeah. It's like, it's like that's a sort of like nonsensical, like nonsensical design idea. Yes. Yeah. Man. Yeah. There, there it's, this is, uh, I would say the worst critique that Gretchen has gotten since the group challenge. Yes. Um, so it's, it's very rare for us to see. She's been pretty safe since then. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know anything else about this no. exchange. Okay, because when they go backstage and Gretchen starts this whole diatribe of like, I think Heidi hates me. Mm-hmm. Wow, I just don't think she likes me. Um, so you know, so again. that uh, that again goes to me goes mm-hmm. to this thing of like having to check in that you're okay with the person in the room immediately. Mm-hmm. And if you're, and, and if, and if you're not, if there's friction, it means that they hate you. Yes. Yeah. And if, and if they, and if they don't are, and and if they're neutral towards you, then that means that they like you or that they're okay with you. And that, mm-hmm. and, and it's like that sort of behavior that like I think leads her into these situations where she's saying one thing to somebody and then the exact opposite thing to somebody else as soon yeah. as she's alone with them. Yeah. You know, that it's like this this sort of like, oh, if somebody's 
mad at me than they hate. That means they hate me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's uh, zero sum. Yeah, and almost it's not necessarily gaslighting, but it's it is a mis. It is that. It is that. It's it's like making sure it, or are you know like a misinterpretation of what's actually happening because yeah you're. I totally agree. It's mostly about, am I okay with this person? And what okay means to me is X, Y, and Z. And that's it. Right. It has nothing to do with the other person or reality. Right. It has everything to do with what I need. And um, because I thought, you know, going into judging deliberation, I thought Heidi was very fair to Mondo um, mm-hmm. in, it, you know, taking into account their exchange where Mondo was like throwing evil eye, like actual evil right. eyes at her not yeah the the you know the, the bullshit fabric that michael c made last week mm-hmm. but like actual evil eyes and and she looked really genuinely upset and mad at mondo and mm-hmm. then in judging deliberation she's like oh he pulled it around where mm-hmm. i didn't hate mondo like it really was about that exchange right. and about that moment but right. it was a mixture of, of stuff same thing with gretchen it's critique yeah. it's not hatred it's critique yeah. And she's um, uh, taking it in a way where um, Heidi does not have the capacity for aggression. Heidi does not have the capacity for nuance and a nuance of feeling or, um, or, or genuine constructive criticism that I'm telling you this because of all these different types of reasons. Like, oh, no, you're saying bad things about my clothes. You hate me. You don't like me. That's it. Right. It can't be anything else besides that. Um. Man, um, but yeah, but anything else about the the about Gretchen? <laughs> God no. <laughs> oh man, it's so interesting. Um, yeah, I just love those people. It's also very housewives, um, but the housewives yeah. are very obviously um, psychologically interesting. I'll say in that mm-hmm. sense where uh, right now as we're recording there is this wonderful spat Take going your word on, for on it. Beverly Hills. I know you have no idea, <laughs> but Tracy has no idea. None of you watch Housewives, but if, if, anyone, <laughs> if anyone watches it, there's there's like a classic fight going on on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where the um uh the cliché refrain is you're just jealous. Um mm-hmm. and to me it's it's the same as Heidi hates me um, or mm. you're, or I'm a hater or whatever, what hatred right. is like, like you're jealous. I'm like, no, nah, no, no, no. It's a little bit more than that. I, I, it's, yeah. it's interesting. All I right. mean, I, I hear you say that. And I realize like, you know, there are times when I do watch pro wrestling. Uh-huh. And, and I, and, and that kind of is what the housewives is. It is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, it, with like, you know, we'll settle this at the vacation. Yes. In Cabo. <laughs> I wish it were. I wish there was an actual ring and actual microphones so that people wouldn't actually yeah. take it that seriously. But, <laughs> but like, also it's those. part of, you know, they're taking themselves way too seriously sometimes. It is hard. The lines get blurred. But yes, it is totally. Yes, it is WWE. It is a total total wrestling match of a game yeah um all right so okay the judges say their things um they bring the designers back out and nayland who is the winner of this episode our winner is ari ding 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 
And the big surprise that Ari gets is that not just one, but all of Ari's looks are going to be featured on Amazon.com. Even those flat, flappy pants that she made in that first outfit that were mm-hmm. my least favorite. All of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Yay. So um, Ari's super happy. Wonderful. I think like of all the people, I feel like psychologically, you know, we're just, you know, to maintain that yeah. she deserves it. I mean, she's yeah. most excited and kind of tackled this, I think, in a really wonderful way. Yeah, it was the person who was who was glad to do it all the way through. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, it's nice. It's a it's a nice it's a nice win. Yeah. Um, who goes home, Ernest? Well, uh, not Gretchen. <laughs> not Gretchen, who gets even with a word of advice from, from Heidi, where she's like, constructive criticism is a good thing. You hate me, Heidi. What are you talking right. about? Anyway, so yeah. But um, the person who goes home is <gasps> Christopher. Mm. Yeah. For, for a well-deserved rest. Oh my gosh, so much sleep you need. Um, <laughs> take off that, go home, uh, take off that track jacket, put your feet up. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your husband or boyfriend or whatever, um, you, you know your 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 loved one. You know uh, Netflix and chill, take a break, mm-hmm. and yeah. So Christopher goes home. I really was not sure. <laughs> I was like, it could have been Michael C. It was so it's between Michael C. and Christopher. Um, yeah, yeah. I still am not familiar with who goes home at this at this phase. I was like, who is it? Okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, yes. Any thoughts? Any. Any thoughts about that elimination or or anything well, else? I mean, I mean, here's the thing. It's like one of these episodes where like the challenge was so divorced from what the main action of the show was. I mean, except for it's like we we got Heidi being bossy. Mm-hmm. We got um uh you know um, you know, and then we got all of like the psychology, right? Yeah. We got we got like the return of the Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. We got um people being like taken down a peg, but it it all feels like weirdly inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even with the prize, it does. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's great. Yes, it's it's what I mean, what it does is it does set up this thing that we're seeing (laughs) come to fruition now that like Heidi, Heidi, obviously some version of Heidi was in talks with Amazon years before, um, you know, the the new show Mm -hmm. ever even happened. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I mean, as a as like a challenge in the world, this is about Heidi Klum's brand. Yes. Right. Um, it's not about like designing clothes. Yeah, I don't I didn't look at the previous season to see if this was the very first time that this has ever happened. But I do believe this might be the first challenge where Heidi is the client in this 
context. They're like, we've had the challenges where she's, oh, I'm going to be on the cover of this magazine. And one of you will be the designer of the, the dress I'm going to, I'm going to wear. Right. And but I'm we do client. have like later versions of, of like designing for her label. Yeah. Yeah. But I think is this in various first, contexts. This must yeah. be the first one then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm sure our faithful listeners will correct us if that's not the case. Please do. Let us know. The, the one thing we were too lazy to to research. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like we, has this happened before? <laughs> but I I do have to say like the overall feeling is is one of exhaustion and and yes. it's sort of what Michael C expresses when he comes back into the room after being after finding out that he's safe. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's all very um, it it everybody feels really tired, and even when Christopher comes back in, everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Yes, it, it, this is you know he's like, "Look, I know it's not a you know, I'm leaving, but I'm leaving, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Tim, Tim is like surprisingly very. Uh... Uh, I don't know, just says like really lovely words. Yeah. Um, that I'm just, yeah, like... it's a little pro forma. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Mondo's crying. Yeah. It's just Mondo, getting... I think, had a real connection that we didn't really get to see. Yeah. You know, there are all those, the, I feel like other things that we're not really being able to see, like the good, yeah. the good things. Yeah. With these designers. So, <sighs> And then we're down to five. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe three more episodes to go. Um, not that many. I think, yeah, episode, yeah, three more episodes. Is that um, including reunion? I think it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double check that, but I do believe that uh, 814 is the last episode, unless, unless reunion is 815. Um, so, so mm. far, we have one more challenge, I think, officially until uh, Fashion Week. Right. So, yeah. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> we've come to the end of um, this very, very dense episode. Yeah. Um, Back up to two hours. I know. <laughs> Those I was, of you who thought we were like, I was, I was getting, like, Whoa. getting it streamlined, we're <laughs> we're back on our we're back on our nonsense. Yeah, don't let us like, don't don't let us ramble on about personality disorders because <laughs> man, it is true that we are endlessly fascinating, but <laughs> but it's it's okay for us to rein it in. Yes, yes. Um. All right, so let's let's rein it, um, Nayland. Anything you would like to share with our wonderful listeners, and can you remind them how to find you? Uh, you can nothing to share um, right now, but you can find me. You can follow me on Twitter um, at uh, Nayland Blake. And um, and thanks to our lovely listener who reached out on that platform a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, it was great to hear from you. Um, and uh, you can check out my website, nalemblake.net. And Ernest, where can people find you? Yes. So you can find me on all of the social mediums at Ernest, H-E-R. 
N-E-A-S-E, and on my website, ernestdavis.com. And um, and over on our Facebook IG for the Workroom podcast as well. And um, don't forget to send us your notes and your hot takes at G- to us at Gmail in the workroom at gmail.com. It's, it's really wonderful to, <laughs> to hear, uh, even in the moments, like, I just started the episode and these are my thoughts. Like, I love, I, we really do love those. Those are really fun to read. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Nothing, nothing special to share beyond that. But um, yeah, uh, man, such a fun episode. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so until next time, um, until episode 12 uh, with Patricia, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.